Weapons war has definitely lost its allure. If we didn't have such a terrific union here, I'd put in my two-week notice. Who left the dead minnows in my pocket? They were alive when I put them there. You've killed them! It is the season to be silly, Colonel. April 1th is at hand. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me as always, my good pal, Simon. Gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 8, Episode 25, April Fools. It's the 198th episode overall, directed by Charles S. Dubin, written by Dennis Koning, originally aired on March 24th, 1980, and the production code is S623. Oh, Colonel, don't tempt me. I'm so hungry I could eat a horse. Saddle rider and all. Uh, which is undoubtedly better than what's awaiting us now in the mess tent, Tomaine or Grattan. Take heart, famished friends. I brought an after-surgery snacks. Actual edibles from Peg. Ah, brownies, dibs, dibs. And homemade fruit cocktail for our peach of a kernel. Ah, sweet cubes of delight. God bless, I found you. What else? Prawlings! Ah, prawlings! The South's only contribution to civilization. <laughs> Don't be shy, Charles. <laughs> hey, Charles, beware of the perils of prawlings. Brilliant, Doctor. Dagnabbit, you two should be ashamed of yourselves. What's next, whoopee cushions on the wheelchairs? The true cruelty of this lame jest is that there are no prawlings. And I planned something for this episode. Spit and Polish Colonel Tucker visits the camp at the worst time during April Fool's Day. Klinger, egged on by Sergeant Vizo, uses reverse psychology to try to get out of the army. Holy hemostat! We're in for it now. For what, sir? Colonel Daniel Webster Tucker, Lord High Executioner of the Surgeon General's Office, is coming to observe our medical setup. Observe doesn't sound too scary. This fella can observe you to smithereens. From what I hear, he's a fire and brimstone doctor with a three-second fuse. A stickler stickler. Quotes army medical regs by memory. Especially the part on courts martial. Uh, sir, about that three-day pass, I just uh, decided to ask for. Exxon passes. This is an A1-4 alarm, red, white, and blue alert. I'll be praised I was too stupid to get into med school. Yeah, well, you got enough smarts to shape up these files. He's going to examine everything from A to Z and then some. And medical supplies. Order everything you can order, including order forms. But, sir, I'm already drowning in paperwork. Well, hold on to your honker and tread water if you have to. Just do it. And for our guest stars, we have Pat Hingle, who played Colonel Daniel Webster Tucker. He played Commissioner Gordon in the 1989 film Batman and its three sequels. He is one of only two actors to appear in the four Batman films from 89 to 97. Uh, The other was Michael Gow. Hmm. And here we go for other people. Um, (laughs) GW Bailey Bailey returns as Sergeant Luther Vizzo. Roy Goldman returns as Roy Goldman. And Jennifer Davis Westmore returns as a nurse. And, of course, Kelly Nakahara returning as Kelly Yamato. Word is, this Tucker Hombre is tougher in beef jerky and harder to swallow. 
We're talking about a man who picks his teeth with a rusty nail. So, for the sake of me and my eagles, which I worked so hard to get, there will be no, I repeat, nada in the way of larks, antics, or shenanigans while he's here. Got it? Got it. Loud and or clear, sir. Pierce. Thanks for the room service, Margaret. I always did like breakfast in boot. I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Don't worry about me, sir. I owe you one. Wait a minute, Pierce, are you deep? I'm giving your hijinks the heave-ho post-haste. I'm the boss here. I can do that. I heard you, Colonel. And? And I'll follow your instructions to the letter. Fine, fine. I knew you wouldn't let your revered leader down. But just in case, check your joy buzzers at the door. Dismissed. All right. Let's go ahead and discuss this episode. I have fun episode. That's it. <laughs> okay. I'm done. <laughs> no, uh, I gave it an eight and a half out of ten. Hmm. I really, this was just a fun episode. There was no seriousness. There was, it was, well, I guess there was seriousness when the guy pretends to have a heart attack at the end. But <laughs> it was still just them letting off steam. And it starts off, you know, with them in the, the where the, I don't even know what that room's called, off of the, the operation area where they get dressed and such. Mm. And, you know, they're pulling pranks on each other and Potter's so adamant against it. You know, don't do this, not on my watch, blah, blah, blah. And I love the fact that everybody's doing it because you first think it's just the two guys and then you find out Charles, you know, when he says that the the fish were alive when he put them in Margaret's <laughs> pockets, uh, that he was involved. You know, I just like that all of them really get involved. Yeah. You know, and, and honestly, I don't remember how I felt when I originally watched this. Because on a repeat, you already know that this guy's a friend of Potter's. Yeah. You know, so it kind of takes away some of the oomph from the episode. But I'm trying to, I, I honestly don't remember if I fell for it. If I, oh my God, these guys, how horrible can they get, you know, in front of this guy? Mm. What a horrible guy this, this, this man is. But yeah, I don't, I don't remember my, my initial reaction to him. So it, like I said, it takes away a little bit of the fun of the episode. But knowing that it's fun, you know, this guy is a horrible, horrible man. I mean, he pushes, he pushes these doctors and nurses around like, oh, it's just so bad. Are you tired, Captain? As a matter of fact, I am. I was up very early performing surgery. You were also up very late performing idiocy. Lieutenant... Is there an order for an IV after this one? No, sir, but... but uh, I'll handle this, Lieutenant. Thank you. Can I uh, help, Colonel? Just having a little look-see, Doctor, that's all. This is my patient. you have any questions, ask me. Why, Doctor, you don't have anything to hide, do you? Only my outrage. You know, you really are a sanctimonious... Oh, don't let me. Colonel, look, I really must voice my resentment concerning your attitude. No, you mustn't. What you really must do is keep your mouth shut. I beg you. Sir, we all know that you're really just trying to do a very difficult job. Don't patronize me, Major. I was trying to support you. I hardly need the support of a woman. <gasps> I've had it up to here with all you people. I'm going to go clear my throat with a shot and a beer. Uh, Colonel, I wonder if we could have a four-letter word with you outside the hospital zone. Fine. I'm a reasonable man. No fists? No fists. Right. Save your hands, Piers. Use a rock. <laughs> But what's bad is that we've had characters like this who were really serious about that. Yeah. Back then, you know, as well. So they dealt with people like this. And just to see this type of human being is just so horrible. But again, at the end, you find out it's all one big joke that Potter's been putting on, <laughs> which I find hilarious. You know, sometimes Potter can be very staunch and, yeah. you know, 
but then to to have him be just one of the guys are just as funny. I mean, he planned this, you know, weeks in advance. So he knew he was doing this. This didn't happen. He didn't call the guy up when he got played, you know. Yeah, I think fool. he said I think he said months ago. Yeah. This, yeah. So they, you know, and they do this regularly. So this is a normal thing that they do. So I just like the fact that Potter, you know, he 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 puts on that facade and he definitely has this this fun crazy side to him as well or a playful side, which yeah. I like about that character. Um, yeah, I really don't have any notes. I really just sat back and I just enjoyed the episode. It was fun. <laughs> it was entertaining. It made me laugh. And I, it was fun to see all the characters kind of get involved in that story. Mm. And that was really the only story. I don't think there was a B. Oh, I guess Rizzo and uh, Klinger was the B story. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I suppose it was. To get, out, yeah, yeah. to get out of the army. Again, retrograding Klinger. Mm. You know, he reverted back to... Let's dress up like a woman. Let's act like I'm crazy. <laughs> and, you know, and I, I think I would have been disappointed. But again, two episodes prior, he did kind of the same thing. So he's, I guess they kind of showed a little bit of him retreating back into that mode. Yeah. But I don't know. I just think it's lazy. Well, it's lazy writing for me when mm. you, you know, you can't give Klinger something better than other than, oh, let's make him, let's make him a crossdresser again. Let's, yeah. you know, let him... He's going for a section eight, even though he hasn't done it for two seasons. Let's make it, you know, all of a sudden appear again. But, you know, it's still, I, I really enjoy, I mean, I gave it eight and a half because I really enjoy, I mean, I tempted a nine because it was just Ooh. a fun episode. Okay. Just fun. But all right. Rip it apart, Reds. Go for it. Well, I gave it an eight. Oh, okay. Good. Um, Yay. I, I did put a note on my, my, uh, my writings here. It said, if this is your first time, it's a nine and a half. Yes. So thank because, you. Okay. Good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, although I watched it with my wife and she knew straight away, and she must have seen it before because the amount of times I put it on. But um, yeah, I, I did like you. I, I tried to think. Oh man, this is one of them episodes where I wish I'd never seen it before. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe people would get it straight away anyway. I'm not too sure, but I really do like Pat Hingle as an actor anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think he's a cracking, uh, a cracking guy. I like that the the opening joke where Charles opens the pralines and it's the spring of snakes comes out. Now whether David Ogden stars didn't know that was going to happen because the look on his face is quite shocking really it's called acting it could well be but it, you know <laughs> it's really quite hard to suddenly look act surprised but you know it's, uh... I have to say I love his comment afterwards he's like yeah. the sad thing is there's no pralines <laughs> no, in there's them. no pralines he didn't care there. about the joke he just wanted <laughs> the pralines in it <laughs> there's one bit I'm not overly keen on is uh, you know when Hawkeye gets his boot full of oats and all that oh Uh, yeah and he's sitting they're sitting there and he's just waving his foot at Margaret (laughs) now I love that I like that I really do like but what I don't like is the fact that when it comes to his bit to speak when the mic when the boom goes over him he turns around and says nice joke Margaret about his boot and they're going you would have said that as soon as you walked in, why, why are you yeah. saying it now? So I'd much prefer yeah. them not to said that. Him just like looking at her, nodding yeah. at them to know what's going on. You know that would have yeah. been good. I do love, I do love this Colonel. I love the way that he's talking down at them all and he's treating them like crap. He's not, uh, not the worst so one they've ever had. But uh, that you know, is true. That's why it's believable if you've not seen this before. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, you know the whole beer on him at the end and having a heart attack is is just brilliant. <laughs> the fact it's all Potter's idea. Um, but yeah, again, like you said, it's a nice fun episode. 
episode. Uh, there's not a lot to think about. Again, yeah. like like many things, if only you could go back and and not know anything about this episode. It, it, yeah. it, it's it's just sublime when you don't know what's coming. And, and uh, yeah. apologies, podcast listeners, if you've never seen this episode, you now know what's going to happen. So. <laughs> well, hopefully you're not listening to this podcast if you've not seen the episode. Because <laughs> that's the whole point. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> Tell you what, Colonel. I'll make a deal with you. We'll stop breaking pillows and you stop breaking our butts. How about it? I don't make deals. Then how about just acting human? Better watch it, Captain. Yeah, be careful, Hanukkah. It's against protocol to inform a superior officer that he is inferior. This man would have to work his way up to inferior. Get this. I'm going to shape this place up, and I can't think of a better way to start than barring all of you from medical service. Oh, oh, oh golly gee, boys and girls, are we in touch? The colonel is going to make us stand in a corner of Korea. And go to bed without supper. For which, Colonel, I shall be eternally grateful. <laughs> yeah. You people think you're very funny, don't you? Well, I've had it with you screwballs. As of right now, you're all on report for gross insubordination, conduct, unbecoming officers, and anything else I can think of. I can't believe that. You better believe it, Major. If I have my way, you'll all be court-martialed. And since I'm the man who makes those decisions, I always get my way. All right, let's see what the IMDb crowd thought. They gave mm. it an 8.3. Ah, so it's the same as us, maybe. Yeah, they yeah. actually, they liked it. That's good. I mean, it's 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 well-liked. I mean, I can't imagine them not liking it. No. You know, even if you know the thing, you're still giving it a decent number. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's still it's still really enjoyable. And eight's right. good for me, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I said, eight and a half. I Like I said, almost a nine for me. I was teetering back and forth. I'm like, mm. No, it's not quite a nine. Uh, Potter didn't have enough great lines in it, and it probably would have been a nine for me. As you can plainly see, I wasn't born yesterday. You're talking Section 8. How could you shame me like that? I'll be the laughing stock of the Nile. You're ill, son. Deluded. Now, you lay down over here and rest. It's not your fault. I know how hard you've tried to set an example here. Of course I tried to set an example. I am queen of Egypt. You fought the good fight, soldier. Now you must rest. When I leave tomorrow, you're going with me. I'm going to personally see that your case is expedited. You'll be stateside in 72 hours. Klinger, what the hell is this? All hail, mighty Caesar. You look like a furry Claudette Colbert. Get up from there. Easy, Potter. This young trooper is finally cracked under pressure. You mean you're buying this malarkey? Last time, he was snow white. You let me worry about this young lad. You worry about your medical staff. I'm bringing him up on charges. Now, hold on there, Colonel. Let's talk this out in my office. There's nothing to talk about. I'm going to hang a lot of them. All right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. I think Meds has our first one here. Yeah, so Pat Hingle, uh, as we say, played Colonel Tucker, actually fought in the Korean War. Now, after first serving on the destroyer USS Marshall during World War II, he later returned to the military during the Korean War as a boilerman technician in the Navy. Very cool. Yeah. The title is based on April Fool's Day, or All Fool's Day, which is celebrated on April 1st and is marked by the commission of hoaxes and other practical jokes on varying sophistications on friends, family members, enemies, and neighbors. Of course, everybody knows what April Fool's is. I would assume so. (laughs) Uh, In the opening scene, Potter is seen putting on his left boot whilst Winchester is sitting with his arms folded. After switching to a different camera angle... 
Partey is seen putting his left boot on again whilst Winchester is holding his hands in front of himself. Well, he could have had a stone in there. That's what I said, yeah. Um, yeah. When, I, when I initially saw that one, I'm like, eh, we can explain that away. That's easy. That's an easy shoe. fix. Yeah, something like that. You know, he had to adjust yeah. his sock and then he put yeah. it back on again. We yeah, it's easily, it. easily explainable. <laughs> okay, our last behind the scenes. The house frock Father Mulcahy is wearing when he threatens Klinger. How would you like a, to get uh, last rights and a few lefts? <laughs> but Mulcahy threatens Klinger with a few lefts by raising his right fist. Uh, I did notice that, yeah. But again, <laughs> I noticed that because I already knew about the thing. Ah, uh, surprise punch that would be then. That's a... <laughs> yeah, it would have been, yes. <laughs> a few lefts and a few more lefts, yeah. <laughs> there is not one more free than someone with nothing to lose. Catchy, but irrelevant. Piers, a truly rational man does not wax philosophic when his address is about to be changed to Leavenworth. Oh my God, it's in Kansas. Look, we're already getting busted for insubordination, so why don't we go out on the blaze of glory? Let the crime fit the punishment. I love it. Let's get that twerp. Charles? Yes, that is a childish, totally immature and petulant suggestion. When do we nail the swine? Uh, I get trivia time on this one. So last episode's question, Father Mulcahy and Corporal Klinger tried to get back penicillin that was stolen from the 4077th. Where was the penicillin hidden? It was underneath a bell near an abandoned school. So... This episode's question, Potter was all set to retire because someone in the 4077th was sending bad reports about him to Icor. Who was sending in the reports? Hmm. Mm. All right. Uh, it's a throwaway character, just FYI. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course, can't yeah. be one of the main characters. That would have been sad. Yeah, that would have been. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it have been good drama, but I don't think they would have do that on MASH. Uh, go ahead and send your answers to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Uh, there's a table, Colonel. Good. I'll have a shot and a beer. What do you have, Colonel? Uh, Colonel Potter, can we see you over there? Uh, excuse me. Be back in a minute. Something's come up. What? Tucker's number. What? Here we are, sir. One shot of whiskey. I ordered a shot and a beer. Where's my beer? Beer's on you, Colonel. Bullseye, Pierce. Excellent, Max Majib. You know you squish when you walk? Nobody does this to Daniel Webster Tucker. What's wrong? It's his heart. Would well, you let me help? You get the hell away, Pierce. Haven't you done enough? Get some blankets. Get a cardiac kit. Come on, man. Hang in there. Pierce. He's saying something. Pierce. He's asking for you. Pierce. What is it? I can't hear you. Is that you, Pierce? Yeah, what is it? Just one thing. April Fool. What? <laughs> Harry Cuckoo, if he thinks he's got his Section 8, he's really crazy. <laughs> you are marvelous, Dan. A regular Lionel Barrymore. I love that line. What do you want, a medal? I just, I just I, I shooting fish in a bath. Hey, you want to step outside for a little four-letter word? <laughs> You mean the whole thing? We set this up weeks ago. I knew if Dan pushed you hard enough, you'd pull a stupid trick like this. 
You went for it like a school of holy carp. Perfect fool. Fellow jokers, we are in the presence of greatness. You can find MASH 4077 podcasts all over social media. We have a Twitter account. You can find the podcast at MASH 4077 Podcast. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. You can find Meds at Hawkeye Meds. We also have a Facebook fan group. You can join up by searching Facebook.com slash MASH 4077 Podcast. Or just type in MASH 4077 Podcast in the search and our page will come up. If you have any questions or comments or you want to answer some of our trivia questions, you can send those emails to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. You can listen to MASH 4077 Podcast all over the interwebs. You can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and now we're on Spotify. And if you want to see show notes or do a direct download or listen to the podcast online, you can go to our main website at mash4077podcast.com. All right, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Again, this definitely was a winner with both of us. Yeah. I think we would have given even a higher number if we had not seen it previously Mm, and knew the the joke. But uh, overall, really, really good episode, a fun episode. All right, well, I'm Kenny. And I'm Mets. And we'll be seeing you. So don't feel bad, folks. You really didn't stand the snowball's chance in Guam. Sherman and I have been doing this for three wars now. Of course, things didn't always work out so good. Remember the time we slipped the rubber hamburgers into the chow line? Yeah, trouble was nobody noticed. (laughs) You guys must have been the life of the foxhole. Come on, Colonel. I want to get home to see my mummy. (laughs) Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant, The Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his nights. And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable. Or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. Mash fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast, and we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world, so if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.